me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change and withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Welcome into DC On Screen. This is episode 330. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Today we are getting super spoilery on Supergirl 214 Homecoming. To recap, the DEO gets a tip on a Cadmus weapon transport slash super bomb, and Supergirl and John, John head out to intervene. They stop the caravan and find that the cargo is Jeremiah Danvers, who is grateful to be re- rescued and returned to his home and the DEO. The family is really pumped about this, but Mondale questions the timing of their fortune and alienates most of the crew. He recruits Wynn, and, after a lot of very offensive investigations and confrontations, eventually convinces everyone that Jeremiah is still working for Cadmus after Jeremiah tries to sabotage the DEO and beats the crap out of Jean. Alex and Supergirl try to track Lillian, Super Hank, and Cyber Jeremiah, but Supergirl is forced to save a train full of people, and Alex just can't bring herself to shoot her pops, so the last of the trio escapes. Later, at Cadmus HQ, we see Super Hank finishing a Super Flare-fueled bomb that might have something to do with the National Alien Registry Jeremiah managed to steal. Heartbroken, Alex has a few drinks and talks to Maggie. Also heartbroken, Kara has a quick cuddle with Monel, which is touching because she's mad at him about not listening, but he's going to now. Alright, so... Um, I, 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 I feel it's important that I start off this episode with something positive. <laughs> Let's do that. I'm going to name everything I liked real quick. And then I'm just, um, Dave and I talked briefly about how we felt this week about a couple things. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. go ahead and warn y'all. We had problems. Mm-hmm. Where would you like to start, Dave? I want to start where, where Wynn talks about how he threw a dart and hit the scaly creature. And the scaly creature didn't mind, or whatever it was. And then Wynnell goes, yeah, Kevin's great. Yeah. <laughs> That one made me laugh. <laughs> uh, I think that was followed pretty pretty closely with Wynn saying, remember that time I was good at literally everything? No. Okay, so I found this thing. <laughs> yeah, that was good, too. And uh, Wynn's <laughs> other win for the episode. Um, don't be mad, but I may have hidden a tracker on Jeremiah. See, that's why I like Wynn. Mm-hmm. Sure, he's going to hang mm-hmm. in there and try to please everybody, but, you know, he makes sensible decisions still. Absolutely. Oh, and uh, I loved the Win Monel conversation where uh, Win says Kara's a badass. She doesn't need a protector or someone to show her off. Yes, well played. That was good. That was good. Just you know, she just needs someone to ask her what she needs. Essentially, that's, that's good stuff. That's it was. Stuff. It was. And um, it was a good opportunity for growth Monel for Monel this episode, which he actually did. It's one of the things I liked mm-hmm. about the episode was what happened with him. Yeah, I don't know what the hell Jeremiah is talking about. About I know who you are, but um. But yeah, he 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 does exactly what he's not supposed to really. And by the way, I did like his. 
Oh, Jeremiah knows he's he's the Prince of Daxum. I know. I just don't know why Jeremiah knows that or any other. Mm-hmm. It's one of the many. Like Jeremiah was not a uh, a good a good part of this episode. Um, well, didn't they have a Daxum ship at the end of the episode? Was that what that ship was? I don't know. I lose track of the ship. I thought maybe it was. But um, I think we saw a Daxum. Well, we saw some sort of a ship. It was definitely. I a think ship. it was. Maybe those people oh, yeah. who were uh, maybe not a Daxum ship. It was the people who were like tracking Monel. I think. Maybe. maybe I don't know. I don't know. That remains to be seen. <laughs> so, but the line early on though, we're like, um, uh, quick thing, Kari and I are dating. Like as soon as he walks into the DEO, and she gets yep. mad at him, he's like, "You're lucky I didn't arrange a parade." <laughs> yep. And maybe my favorite thing Supergirl did all episode was the little line about she broke four kids' noses trying to kiss them. That was amazing. That was good. Yep. <laughs> Was really I good. loved the I loved the uh you guys have to go to HR the HR department. Oh yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Even Alex walking away, you've got to watch a video. Yeah. Um which uh I think that might be my last good thing about the episode. Uh that tra- sort of transitions into a bad thing. Well, I've got one one more good thing. Okay. The landing and the phasing trick that John uses early on. Cool. Absolutely. Very awesome. Cool. Yeah. And then I do like that there is now like now we're seeing the end of the story of the super flare and why they why they bothered, you know, mm-hmm. getting all that energy. Mm-hmm. After that, take it away, Dave. All right, so Kyler Lee was amazing in this episode. And I mean she she hit all the emotional beats, she did a really good job. Unfortunately she wasn't playing Alex. Um yeah, I could I could see it phrased that way. Um there was no like before this episode there was no no indication to me like I would have been shocked if you had told me this that in the next couple episodes Alex is going to basically call into question whether or not Kara is really her family. <laughs> yeah. Um basically it it came across as like if you distrust my dad in any capacity for any second I hate your face. And like, not only that she she says does like, she basically says does does you know not every opinion that Monel has is is an opinion you have to have. And there's no one indication of, that that has been a, a trend. Like no, none in fact, at it's all. quite the opposite. This it's is like quite the first the opposite. time she's ever taken Monel's advice. In fact, neither one, neither Monel or Kara have ever <laughs> actually listened to the other person. It's been an ongoing thing, a loop. Yeah. Through the last few episodes, it's just like. Neither one of them listen to each other. Neither one of them, they fight, 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 fight. I mean, and then the, they make up the at the end. closest they come to listening is like house. training. I don't know. And that's it's very car-sided, uh, you know, influence. And even if I could get behind the initial, let's, let's not even vet this guy at all and make sure he's on the up and up yeah. from Kara <clears throat> and Alex. Dude, Jean, what the hell, man? Yeah. Like, did... It not bother you that you couldn't read him? Why didn't you try to read him? He's been with Cadmus for fifteen years. Well, he doesn't try what to read his happening? friends. Um, <clears throat> but it seemed like they 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 were going to put him through like a you know psychological testing. I feel like he should be the psychological testing. I don't I don't think you need to waste paper printouts here. You've got a Martian. Just have him bounce around in there for a second and see if there's anything dubious. <laughs> right. I mean, they need to upgrade at least up- upgrade their medical equipment if their medical equipment can't you know, figure out that the dude's arm is metal. Yeah, and you sat there watch that weird arm the whole episode, and you're like, eh, it's going to be a thing. And then finally, <laughs> it, it finally shows up, and it is a thing, and it's it, like, dude, come on now. No, one cyber arm first, first John Jones. No, uh-uh, mm-hmm. no way. No flipping way. That arm is on the ground, and Jeremiah is on a wall, hoping his skull is still together. Mm-hmm. 
Like the whole like oh my and just like uh even before they're fighting. Before Alex and Kara are fighting, when they're like watching Jeremiah and their mom, Eliza, is that her name? Yeah. Eliza. I think so. <laughs> Uh, when they're watching them together and they're like, I can't even, I mean, sometimes I can't even, but I, I can't, oh, shut up. Yeah. But yeah. No, the, Eliza the, is the only one with any sense where she's like, mm, no, tap no, the brakes, buddy. Yeah. Like we're going to have like, to hold off. We can't just make up for lost time. That was fine. It was a fine mm-hmm. point. But even still, like my wife's watching it with me and she just goes, oh God, she's so bad. Just like first yeah, thing she bad. said the whole episode is like, oh God, she's so bad. Her exact words. It's like watching community theater. Ouch. Ouch. I don't remember her being that bad on Smallville. I don't either, really. But Was she? I mean, because she was... Oh, who was she on Smallville? <laughs> I don't even remember. Was, she's, was she Supergirl's real mother on Smallville? I want to I say, yeah. But I really don't remember it that mm. well. I don't, I, she wasn't there for very long. Like, we didn't, I, don't no. know, I didn't focus on no, her. she wasn't. I did. I did laugh when I saw Eliza with stuff in her hands, though, and thought, "Ah, ah, you're still using that trick." <laughs> it's like, now you're just acting poorly with ch- with, with props. There, <laughs> she's, she's figured out how to act with the prop. Great. That's that's the title of her autobiography: <clears throat> <laughs> acting poorly with props. Yep. The book of what not um, to use. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people who are angry at us for saying that, and who'll never listen to us again. It's been a fun ride, but we just can't can't deal with that woman. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was very very disappointed in this episode. I I felt like even like Maggie being a cop should have been like, "Hey man, so uh, the guy's been working with the enemy for fifteen years." I don't know what DEO procedures would do, but like you know, even when we send in somebody to you know go undercover, we still kind of have to give them like a recoup period and let them readjust. And there's a lot of like tests we run and stuff. Did you do any of that? Nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before you hand them Just a key card, them a badge. And let them, yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. Okay. I'm sure the DEO's got this under control. Yeah. None of that. None of that worked. And yeah. um, you know, all right. So they do finally track uh the trio down. Jeremiah is obviously outing himself. He swears he has reasons, and they better be damn good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I kept thinking like, surely there's another side to this, but I think he is just. I I got the hint that he thinks the right thing to do is to get rid of the the aliens, except for Car. Mm-hmm. But he really is just on board with this plan now. And, um, yeah, no, I don't know. It, it didn't work. They finally do track him down. They, I'll say, derail Supergirl. And Boo. Yeah, thanks. Boo. It's, I, I'm trying to keep on par with the episode. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. I always enjoy a good pun. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. It, and then it's just, all right, so it's just Alex. And uh, granted, she's got a cool super space gun. But Alex versus uh-huh. all three of them. Yeah. That just, you just kill Alex and take a pawn off the board. Mm-hmm. It's not even a pawn. She's like a bishop, knight, something. She's definitely on the back row. Yeah. Eh. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Just Monel and Kara fighting. Just, ugh. And <laughs> it was a little, ugh. I mean, it was worth it at the end, though, for the... They, they had a cute yeah, scene. Maybe. Kara has a line, what I say counts. And I wrote down, more like what you say goes. <laughs> Because in every, like, the last few episodes, she has been a pill, man. Yeah. She has been awful. Yeah. Just awful. No, she hasn't been, like, the understanding, sympathetic ear. And, you know, I get that there's some stuff happening, but it really hasn't been. One of the nice parts about Supergirl was, like, as a, like, she has, uh, she has got so much humanity in her that she's vulnerable. In the last few episodes, she hasn't been vulnerable. She's been kind of pissy. Yeah. And, you know, 
Like she's always learning, uh, and she's always learning how to trust and and or how to trust better, I guess, because she, you know, she that's what she defaults um, to is trust and optimism. In the last few episodes, she's defaulted to like my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm you know I'm on board the uh, female empowerment train. I get what the show's trying to do, but they're kind of forgetting that like people in relationships should be in relationships, not in dictatorships. No, I haven't even caught any. I don't think this is particularly female empowering. I don't. I don't even well, think they were going for it. I just think it's. I don't bad. even. I don't know what they're going for. It's bad writing exactly. for relationships so far. It is like she's saying what I say counts as if like what he says always counts and hers never <laughs> does. And I'm like, dude, in every episode, neither one of you have listened to each other at all. Like you've ignored each other roundly. No, that like the reason the line was <laughs> so bad to me was it just it. That's that's kind of the point. Neither one of them has been particularly good at listening. Yeah, and, they're I mean, both he awful has people. Been really, really bad at it. <laughs> But like, he's bad at it, and because he's never really tried it before, like he's mm-hmm. he's it's never occurred to him to just like sit down and ask what someone someone needs. Um, and I get yeah. you get wise, obviously the prince, and you know he comes here yeah. and he's kind of a demigod here, and you know what what he's never had a chance. It's like I always say when people say Paul McCartney's an ass, like an asshole. I'm like, well, dude, he was like 17 and then he's a beetle. What do you expect out of him? This is about as humble as you get. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm surprised he's this humble. Um, and let us. Lest we forget, Kara is the personification of the American way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like he's never even tried to to listen and take someone else's view, and so I get where he's coming from. But what's bothering me about her is that that's what she was pride. Like that's what we loved about her was that she was able to do that, mm-hmm. and empathize with other people, and see other people's see where somebody was coming from, and really trust that other person. Uh, like. Having faith in the people around you, I think, is as important to the Supergirl, Super Superman, like mythos, as anything else. Mm-hmm. Because it would be really easy to be a you know a walking god and just decide that everyone in between you and your objective was really just in your way. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I know they're trying to build up to this whole or like they're trying to build up to earning this whole Prince of Daxum crap. Yeah. But I'd be really happy if we could see more James and Wynn and focus on some of the other characters that we've known for two years now. Yeah. Yeah, Guardian's taking a little time off. Don't know why. Like, for instance, maybe we could explain why Jean is always resting in human form. <laughs> he likes it. It humanizes him, he thinks. It's, it's like, uh, it makes me angry. It's, well, I'm I, like, I can... he's, tr- he's recovering from dying, but he's still concentrating to make himself look like human a bun- around a bunch of humans who know what he lo- knows what he looks like. Yeah, I know, like. I know. I've been wondering about that though. Like, maybe it's like this. Like, you, if you have like a mental default that you prefer, maybe your your body just does that like naturally. Or maybe it's just like if you've been in a form for a really long time recently, it's like a silly putty effect. It just kind of goes back to its most recent memory. I mean, I can I can headcanon it too. I mean, I could buy either one of those. I just don't know why. And I have. I have to. <laughs> you, you really to got, keep watching the show. You've really got no choice. It really bothers me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like in my head, you know. The Martian goes home and kind of slinks back into not even his superhero form because that's right. I read comics, guys. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> even his the form that we see him go into when he's a superhero is not his true form, right? In the books, like he's got like a even more inhuman creaturey look, like a new frontierish look that he uses. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, there, we got a little more insight though into. Uh, Daxum and a quick little pretty funny one-liner from Monel. Um, you know what would you do if you saw your dad after all those years? I would run because he's not a good man. <laughs> I I a little bit yeah I laughed but I also had like a little bit of the same reaction she did 
okay, well, that's not, that's not about you. Then. <laughs> that's, we'll, we'll get, I'm going to, that's going to go in the back burner. Well, I'm talking about me right now. <laughs> All right. Now, let's, yeah. uh, you want to talk mm. about where the episode leaves us here? Cause I have a quick problem with it. Sure. All right. They've got the national alien registry, right? They, mm-hmm. they have a ship and they have a super bomb mm-hmm. that's apparently powered by a super flare. Mm-hmm. I mean, so can we just go ahead and guess that on some level we're going to combine all these ingredients, you have the registry, and they're going to take the ship and, I guess, kind of pinpoint all the aliens currently on Earth and kill them with the super bomb, super flare thing? Skybeam? Yeah, Skybeam. Yeah. Does that sound about right to you? <laughs> yeah. And it, made, it honestly made me think of, like, uh, Winter Soldier a little bit. Mm. Um, question. Even if that mm-hmm. works, what what next? Like, did the are they going to, like, build some, like, outer space Trump wall so no other aliens can get in? <laughs> like, this is a one-time solution. I don't know. Maybe it's, uh, maybe they're going to create a, uh, instead of a sky beam, maybe they're going to create, like, a sky beam that creates a shield around the Earth, sort of like a uh, no-fly zone ozone. Yeah, there we go. F- for extraterrestrials. <sighs> it just doesn't sound like a plan that has all the kinks worked out. Yeah, or they could just you know salvage what they can. Well, they still have that box. They have that box that that uh, Lillian was so happy Lex completed. I don't know what that is. Neither do I. I was way more interested in the suit. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's let's do the kryptonite suit. Why don't Why don't Mom just put on the suit and let's do some Let's have some fun. Or even better, um, even better, have Lena grab the suit. Yeah. Go fight besides you know Supergirl. But you know they um I don't know they could have salvaged. Pieces of myriad and rejigger it, rejigger it to alien brains and make them just walk into the sky beam. Yeah, I don't know what their plan is exactly, but if it's, um, I feel like if it's Cyber Hank and and Lillian working on it, we've, and I guess Jeremiah uh, scheming in this thing, it's got it's going to have problems. Yep. <clears throat> anyway, yep. I think we're done being annoyed by this episode. Again, yeah, a show we normally like. We just it's, it's been a week, couple of week, couple of weeks for us. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been rough the last few weeks. All right, guys, I think that's gonna do it. That's gonna do it. I can do it. I can do with that. <laughs> Try not to sound so enthusiastic. Yeah, I'm actually just looking up like <laughs> way to sell the show, Norm. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> trying to see here. Yeah, they are back next week. Some show is taken off. It's not them. Okay. Ah. Uh... We got everything next week. Yep, leave so. But not Gotham and Lucifer. <laughs> Actually, I don't have Arrow listed for next week. Arrow's the one that's taking off next week. Oh, is it? Yep. You got uh, Supergirl, wow. Flash, okay. and Legends. Okay, okay. I can deal with that. I can deal with that. That might as By well the way, be va- did you see the... Vacation for us, really. Did you see the big Gotham news? No, what's up? They're bringing in Ra's al Ghul as the head of the uh, Court of Owls, essentially. <laughs> oh, no one can... No one can stand not bringing in Raish. I know, but I'm really excited. You know why? Why? He's being played by the guy that played uh, Dr. Bashir on Star Trek DS9. Oh, okay. I kind of remember that I'm really that guy. excited to see his... I'm excited to see his take. Okay. Well, little, little pre-news news. Yeah. We'll talk about it on the news as well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Guys, thank you so much for listening. DCOnScreen.com for every episode of our show. Our little show here. The little show that could... Or couldn't, depending on whether you made it this far. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. You can uh, also uh, talk to us on Twitter and Facebook, DC On Screen. 
And, um, yeah, uh, we're going to be coming right back with a review of The Flash 313, Attack on Central City. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. Fifteen minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, Fifteen minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it, because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico, because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.